welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Count Creepyhead Halloween special episode. Instead of candy this year, we've got zombies. Woohoo! We are going to vote on the greatest cinematic zombies of all time. Because they all taste terrible! Bleh! That's right. In this way, we don't get Dawn yelling at us because we didn't pick Kit Kats. A much safer option for episodes. And... I apologize to anybody that wanted to be a guest, but we have to keep it an odd number so there's no ties. Uh, and the only Listen, other thing, the the, the absolute, uh, we we need to we need to amend last year because the absolute, we all know the absolute best Halloween candy to open your bag and see that someone has placed in there so lovingly uh, is an apple. Oh yeah, Correct. or a tiny Bible. Yes, or old dirty pennies, or a rock. Ooh, yeah. Or a um, copy of Navy Seals. <laughs> Ooh, Navy Seals. <laughs> Charlie Sheen classic. Um, the only thing of note, I did not put any... I left Frankenstein off of the list. Uh, actually, not quite as Actually, no, I have him on here. Son of a bitch. He's included. Let me. There's one change that I need to make, and see. I think we have to ask the question though: Are zombies reanimated dead, as in like a whole, or something that is created? Um, here are like... <clears throat> the common factors. Once dead, now alive. And now dangerous. Fair. Okay. I mean, because yeah, there's there's so many options then if we play around in, in the the pool of being able to put together a body. Because then you have all of the creations in the Reanimator franchise. Uh. <laughs> well, we have to make this argument that let's say we have the Bride from Bride of Reanimator. She's mm-hmm. not going to win. Okay. Compared to some other ones. So she's missing from the list. Gotcha. Um, I have a, I have an open spot. Is there something that you guys think that I maybe have forgotten? Do you want to put the Bride of Reanimator in there? Or do you want to put the Bride of Frankenstein in there? Well, I, I have two immediate thoughts in my head for uh, Reanimated and Now Dangerous. Sure. Uh, and, and why is the creation of uh victor frankenstein okay uh because putting on the rips is a dangerous number okay <laughs> uh, well, if or, we want to go that route or about equally meat? in the same i was going to say equally in the same vein 
I feel like then Herman Munster would need to be nominated because he can be pretty dangerous when he throws a temper tantrum. Um, well, we got to keep it to 32 for like standard bracket rules. Um, so notable omissions, Bride of Frankenstein, Bride of Reanimator, Frankenstein, his monster, um, Herman Munster, Adam from, or like any of the two creations from Rocky Horror. And who did I just mention? Oh, Meat from... Well, he's not Frankenstein. I'm getting that. Although we don't know... But the Chud. I'm sorry. We don't know if... uh, If Rocky Horror was actually made up from other dead beings. We only know that he was was created using part of Eddie's brain. Other than uh, that, you know, he could be pipe cleaners twisted together. Yeah. Eddie wouldn't be... 90% 90% of the stuff on here. So I think we got a good list. There's always room for part two. And the fun thing about it is, is you can listen and just be pissed off that we left off one of your favorites. Um, so I'm going to tell you guys right now, I just deleted the shark that fights the zombie in Fulci Zombie. <laughs> well, cool. I don't think it's important. It makes a cool T-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, and replaced him with Fido from the movie Fido, played by that Irish guy. <laughs> played by that Irish guy, I like that. from Head of the Class. Yes, uh, a more memorable zombie as compared to the shark zombie. I don't know. That shark zombie is pretty memorable. I have one other one in here that I think I could probably get rid of because it's just not going to fucking win. Um, should I get rid of the Hare Krishna zombie from Dawn of the Dead and no. slot in the the zombie shark fighter? Mm, no, I think Hare Krishna is more iconic. Okay. Hare Krishna had an action figure. True. This is true. I mean, I think a zombie fighting a shark would make a great deluxe homemade figure, Josh. Once an episode, Josh. Make it, Josh. Um, okay. You guys ready? Indeed. <clears throat> I've got these guys in a random number generator, and I am just going to pair them up randomly. Every winner gets listed, and then I'm going to shuffle them again, and then they fight a random winner again until we have one zombie remaining. I'm not going to tell you the list. That's part of the fun as we go through it. And I'm sure you have ideas in your head of who your favorite is, but you never know who's going to face who. And it's up. anything is up in the air. This isn't a peanut butter cup situation where um, you know nothing is going to beat them. So are you guys ready? I I do, and well, I don't want you to give away the list. I do have an important question. Yes. Is is Jesus on the list? Because technically, he was dead and then was alive and dangerous by some people's standards. Mike, you're the religious one in here. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. I don't know shit about shit in the Bible. Fill this in for me. I always ask this question, I just get laughed at, and I don't get an answer. 
They kill Jesus. Mm-hmm. Then the Christians take him off the cross and they put him in a cave. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. After a certain amount of days. Three days. Come, how many? Three. After three days, he comes back to life and then he gets his revenge. Right. And like kills all like Pontius Pilate. And the <laughs> no, no, actually, camp, he, right? he, he just he just visits a few people in spirit and goes to heaven. <laughs> so, so he just like he straps te- a rocket pack on. And he's like, see, ya. he doesn't like yeah, he he's not technically like a zombie wandering the hillsides. <laughs> like, so there isn't like a Roman a in the people. shower soaping her boobs up and then like <laughs> zombie Jesus impales no. <laughs> her head with a pitchfork. Much like Poochie, he just returned to his home planet. OK. Let's save the adventures of zombie Jesus for the Easter special. Which, according to Mormons, is a planet called Colum. Yes. Right. <laughs> is that what your son's named after, Mike? No, no. <laughs> no. It, it's Caleb. No, Colum. Colum. <laughs> right. Caleb okay. is actually named after the uh, the main character in a 90s video game called Blood. Oh. that That's cool. You know, it's <laughs> funny. We're talking about kid names with... Uh, our good buddy, number one super fan, Matt LeMay. And uh, I was just thinking of like me going through this long list of names that I thought were cool mm-hmm. for my daughter and my wife just being like, no, 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 you're stupid. No, 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 no. And then we decided on Zoe. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, see, I had the Cobra Commander Alvarez thing going for a long time because uh, Jess kept saying we're not doing that. And I was like, oh, we so are uh, to the point where. When I was posting on Facebook before he was born, it was always Cobra Commander Alvarez, this and that. And eventually uh, the album of photos became Cobra Commander Alvarez. So his first birthday, a lot of people put their cards as Cobra Commander Alvarez, which was hilarious. (laughs) Oh, that is. And I can only talk about naming my cats. You get a little (laughs) more leeway with cats, you know? All right. Well, see, Doctor Doctor Mew is obvious, as we were both Ruth and I are fans of Doctor Who, and we were like, "Yes, he looks like he has big eyebrows, like the current Doctor, who at the time was Capaldi." Man, so we I'm named him. So excited for later. All right, guys. And then we, uh, you know, we named Vincent because he was uh, named Vincent at the shelter, and we kept that name. Yeah. And uh, Princess Leia, we were. In the car on the way home, and Ruth was like, "What do you want to name her?" And I was like, "I'm calling her Leia because she's my little princess." <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> nice. Are you guys ready for round one of the greatest zombie ever? Oh, yes. indeed. Our first matchup features the iconic first episode appearance, I believe. In The Walking Dead, the Bicycle Girl zombie, facing off against Zombie Ed from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, Zombie Ed. Oh, I was going to say Zombie Ed, no contest. Really? Yep. I think the Bicycle Girl looks fucking sweet. Ed just kind of drools. But rules is rules. There are no rules. It's just your opinion. (laughs) But, but. Do we get to listen to Queen's My Best Friend over top of Bicycle Girl? Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, you get now, to listen to Bicycle. 
Yeah, it, well, see, that's the thing. Is like if they panned into her with like, and we heard, "I want to ride my bicycle," that'd be different. <laughs> but, but they don't. This is true. Okay. So, uh, so the the zombie that has the uh, the Freddie Mercury music gets it. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that logic. I just like him better, um, you know, because it's yeah, him. <laughs> and he's awesome. But made a uh, sequel with just like shenanigans with zombie. I would have been fun. Oh yeah, this one. Here we go, guys. You ready? Mm-hmm. Odds on favorite, Tarman takes on Hocus Pocus's own Billy Butcherson. Oh, I mean, that's just Tarman. <laughs> there's, yeah. No, there's no argument here. Yeah. yeah I love me some Doug Jones, but. Sorry, Doug Jones. Uh, Alan Trotman takes this one. Yeah, there there ain't even a contest there. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. I love clearly, Bill, see, the thing is, Billy Butcherson clearly has some brains left, uh, and they will be eaten by Tarman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I still have to watch um, Locus Pocus 2 at some point. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. It, it was okay. It was very cute and nostalgia-driven. See, okay. I've been hearing very mixed reviews of it's it's cute or it's awful. <laughs> so well, I'm yeah. like, eh, I'll get to it. I've never been See, a big Hocus Pocus fan. Then you'll probably hate it, because it really is like... It banks on the fact of, of you feeling nostalgic from when you first saw the original, which, you know, is a glorified Disney original movie that went to the theaters. Yeah. And this is a Disney original movie that is a sequel. And it, it feels like it in some respects, but it's fun. It retains the spirit. I'll eventually watch it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this it's, I, I definitely... Oh. Would not say rush out and watch it, but it's worth it eventually. If I'm homesick or something someday, I'll probably check it out. I should have read this list before I um, announced it, but surprise entry. We have Gramps from House 2. (laughs) I love him. Taking on Eddie, also known as Meatloaf, from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I got to give it to Gramps. I, I gotta give it to Meatloaf because I love Meatloaf. Don't get me wrong. I love Rocky Horror. Uh, I love Eddie, but no, Gramps is just fucking awesome. I mean, he come on. He's a gunfighter. He's he's cool as hell. <laughs> they just keep uh, pulling them out, and they just keep coming and <laughs> coming and coming. <laughs> Such a great kids horror movie. Love that oh, movie. So good. But plus, I would I would venture to argue that. Uh, even though Rocky Horror is questionable in terms of his zombie status, yeah, uh, it's it's never made obvious that Eddie was killed and reanimated. He was just part he of his have been taken, lobotomized. Yeah, yeah he, exactly. He, he might have just been frozen, you know, and then thawed out. That's true. You going for Gramps, Josh? Oh yeah, I've I've loved Gramps. Lo- I love Gramps long time. <laughs> love you a long time i will say this about house two real quick interjection the bad guy in house two used to scare the hell out of me when i was a kid the weird zombie skull face cowboy that was like uh tex hex from yeah that's the thing is i always thought he looked like tex hex so it was just like what is tex hex doing in this movie it just I, creeped like, me out <laughs> i had to pick one 
and I went with Gramps because, you know, a lot of these zombies are like super vicious. And I was like, let's have a few friendly ones in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, the Frank Walker voice. Oh, God damn. I got to watch that movie again. All right. I'm going to have to make Ruth watch that movie. I can guarantee she's never seen it. Oh, yeah. And I think she'd like it. It's fun. And it you doesn't guys... really. Re- it's one of those take cases where it doesn't rely on the first. No. At all. <laughs> yeah, none of the sequels are really well. Part one and part four are connected, sort of. Kind uh, of. Anyway. <laughs> but What's that? I said kind of. Well, and they got the guy from the first one comes back. Yeah, but yeah. it don't make sense because he's not the same guy. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. It's just the actor. It's not the same character. <laughs> just stop at part two. Although part three, I mean, horror shows kind of cool. Lance Henriksen. Anyways. It's got that actor that always looks like he has a car battery on his nuts. Uh, Max Jinky. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> Brian James. Yep. <laughs> Our next matchup. I feel bad because I feel like one of these should have gone a little farther, but they're not going to. Bub takes on Henrietta. Good old Aunt Henrietta in the basement. Oh. From Evil Dead 2. Oh, this is tough. Because, I mean... I, They're I, iconic. Yeah. They're cool as shit. They're both kind of Savini K&B effects. I'm Bub gonna, is Bub. You know? I have to give it to Bub for one reason. I feel like Henrietta, with her ability to shapeshift and change into something else and fly around the room... Um, I feel like she's less of a traditional zombie, so I got to give it to Bub on that regard. Not knocking Henrietta at all, because I freaking love her as a character, but Bub is more of a traditional zombie, so I'm going with that one. Mm-hmm. Well, I hear you and respect your answer. Uh, Bub does not have a scary zombie pussy. <laughs> yeah, I really wish I wasn't drinking coffee when you said that. <laughs> Gigantic <laughs> goes up the back, which and if you watch closely, you can see you can see Ted Raimi sweat pour out of in one shot in the movie. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I this is a really tough one. I I want to give it to to Bub, but I, I've got to go Henrietta just because it, it's she's so fucking weird. Yeah, well, Bub won, but it was close. I think Henrietta needs, like, special consideration. Henrietta's a a great character, like a great movie villain, but yeah. Someone's in my fruit cellar! I gotta gotta say... With a fresh soul! That scene in particular scared the hell out of me when I was 17 because that's when I saw the movie and I was uh my my grandmother was taking care of her friend's bed and breakfast and she asked me to stay over for the weekend with her and just kind of like help clean up around the house and she was gonna give me a hundred bucks so I was like all right I can do that and while she was sleeping I was just watching horror movies on VHS and I watched Evil Dead 2 for the first time and I was terrified (laughs) wow I saw Evil Dead 2 when I was eight Oh, man. See, I saw them all out of order. I saw Army of Darkness, and then I saw Evil Dead 2, and eventually tracked down Evil Dead 1 after watching Part 2. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I saw 2, 3, 
And then when I was older, I saw part one. But about the the viewing in the bed and breakfast, the only bathroom that was accessible to me and my grandmother, because we were not the guests there, was in, in the basement. Dude. So I had to, I mean, it was a furnished basement, but it was still a basement. <laughs> it was like, I had to go down to this creepy old house to like take a leak. So after watching that and seeing her pop up from the fruit cellar, yeah, I pissed off the back porch into the backyard. I did too. <laughs> I'd feel safer going into the woods at night to pee. Yeah. Much more terrifying in Evil Dead, actually. <laughs> but anyway. All right, you guys ready for the next matchup? Yes. This one could go anywhere. The Hari Krishna zombie takes on Fido, played by that Irish guy. Oh. Billy, Billy Connolly? Yep. Yeah, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Um, oh, man, it's just tough. All right, here's my logic. I kind of put, well, I put Fido on a little higher tier than the Hare Krishna because the Hare Krishna just walks around and Fido interacts with his world and he's the main character of the story. But right. the Hare Krishna zombie, as cool as it is, he or she, it's a guy. Yeah. It's just gray makeup. Like Savini never did any kind of like money shot zombie prosthetics on it. And that's always kind of bugged me, whereas at least Fido. You could tell how Fido died, you know. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Fido on that. You know, I'm I'm going to follow you on that logic. I love the Hare Krishna zombie just because, again, it's a very iconic character uh, from one of my favorite films. So it's hard, but I I will I will go Fido because he is a full, he is a full character. See, um, I'm glad you both gave that explanation in advance because I was already thinking to myself, like, I like Hare Krishna Zombie, but it's a glorified background extra. Yeah. That that people latched onto because it's dressed like a Hare Krishna. <clears throat> right. <laughs> it's a run uh, joke in the in the movie, and it's just sort of like taken too far. But yeah, no, I I gotta go. I gotta go, Fido. Yeah, clean sweep for Fido. All right, our next matchup: Zombie Roger from Dawn of the Dead, sitting up in the bed. That iconic, awesome moment takes on. Got. Let me find the number. Big Ben from the first house. Oh. Oh, damn. I'm, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go Big Ben because what's Zombie Roger going to do? Sit in that bed and masturbate? Pull you know your heartstrings? I'm I'm going to I'm going to follow you with with Big Ben uh because again, not only is he a really freaky character when you first watch that movie especially as a small child, um yeah. but it informed a lot of play patterns for me with Zombie GI Joes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I got to go Big Ben for this. However, I will say watching that movie in HD ruins Big Ben's effect. You can because, see. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Under the makeup. It's not good makeup. No, it's not. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Watching it like on a flat screen. I'm like, motherfucker. Like you can just see his mouth. Yep. Constantly. And like you um, can see where the, the like the black sections of his body that are supposed to be like missing flesh. You can see that he's just like, you know covered in like nylon (laughs) yeah it doesn't mask it at all now but you know on vhs you never see it no 
back in the day when it first came out, it was awesome. All right. This one, I want to see where this one, this conversation goes. We have Evil Ash from Army of Darkness taking on Gage from Pet Cemetery. Oh, Evil Ash would boot that little bastard all the way off the castle. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, this is Evil just Ash your opinion. <laughs> What's the better? Evil Ash, but, all the way. Yeah, my, my opinion is e- Evil Ash would, like, taunt him for a few minutes before running him through. I think yeah. that little shit would just sneak around. You'd never know he was <laughs> there. I think he would try to, like, pull the Achilles tendon on Evil Ash, and he would just be like, ow, you little bastard, and would kill him. I mean, you know, it's... Evil Ash took a lot of punishment and just kept going. Yeah, they, to this day, when Gage falls and bangs his head, it's not it's staged. <laughs> <That's a misery>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> I I suddenly want to see a Home Alone style comedy with Gage versus Evil Ash. <laughs> I'm gonna go be with Gage because. It's one of the few scenes in movies that still fucking scares me is when he cuts the Achilles tendon with a scalpel. Oh, yeah. Ooh. To this day, I can't have my feet over the side of the bed for very long. Like, if I go to step off my bed, I got to hurry up and move. Because <laughs> I'm like, nope. All right, let's see here. The next matchup is... Do and do. We have... The cemetery zombie himself, Bill Hinsman, from Night of Living Dead. The first kind of modern take on a zombie that we see in Night of Living Dead takes on Dr. Hill from Reanimator. Um, Do you go God with memorable it. or iconic? You know, now, I'm also gonna... bear in mind, Bill Hinsman reprises his role as a cemetery zombie in the Night of Living Dead 30th anniversary. And the classic cult film, Flesh Eater. I, I'm going to go with Hintzman only because, uh, well, Night of the Living Dead not only is one of my favorite films, but Dr. Hill's kind of annoying. <laughs> like, he's, he's a great villain, but he annoys the hell out of me. And he's a pervert, you know. I, he gets a lot of fun things to do. He, he does, but I'm going to go with Hintzman. Because without Hintzman, we might not have Hill. This is true. True. I'm going to go with Hintzman. Uh, well, one, Night of the Living Dead is my favorite movie. Uh, but two, easily my greatest convention experience was being snowed in at a convention where I got to sit next to Bill Hintzman and talk to him all day as he was shit-faced drunk in ghoul makeup um, talking about Flesh Eater. That is amazing. And it was he was so full of shit and just hilarious. And like, I loved have you guys seen Flesh Eater? I don't think I have. I don't, I don't think I have either. Don't rush to Tubi to watch it. it it's god awful. But uh, some, some teens on Halloween dig up Bill Hensman who has been sealed in a voodoo cursed coffin. And then he gets out, goes on a rampage and like makes other zombies and it has no budget. And Hansman was a producer on it because he just wanted some money. And there's a scene where he eats a babysitter. That's like nude. So if you can picture Bill Hansman and ghoul makeup, that's running because the beer is dripping down his face and he didn't seal it with anything. 
telling me that he was mad that they didn't get a better looking girl for the nude scenes for him to attack. <laughs> uh was just hilarious to me. Like he was like, "Man, her bush was huge." I like while he's chugging beers, and then later that night, him and uh, John Russo coming down and singing karaoke, with Bill Hinsman not bothering to take the zombie makeup off, uh, was just awesome. hilarious. No, I'm I'm looking at pictures of it right now. I don't think I've ever seen this, so I'm gonna have to add this to my list. It's uh, I'll get it on Dumpster Fire Theater. It's uh. It it looks like a treat. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those movies that was, you know, direct to video, but also didn't have a major distributor. So if you have a copy on VHS now, it's worth like $500 to horror movie fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also bragged to me that he like made this insane amount of money selling a DVD rights to like Media Blasters, which made no sense to me. Like he would claim that he got $800,000. And I was thinking like, you got eight bucks. Like that movie, no way in hell. Um, Bill Hensman. And and as a side note, just in case uh, any of our listeners want to call me out on it, I am aware that Dr. Hill existed in literary form before the Hensman zombie. That being said, uh, I'm not sure he would exist on film in the form that we know and love him without the Hensman. Um, oh, yeah, because Stuart Gordon would not have made the same reanimator film if we didn't have exactly. previous zombie right. films. I think Hintzman is awesome. Or not Hintzman, uh, Dr. Hill. And the concept of oh, a yeah. headless zombie is kick-ass. But I'm, this is what happens in these lists. You don't know who you're going to get paired up against. So that's what happens. Uh, our next pairing is... Okay. Sorry, bear with me, guys. Peter Bark... From one of my favorite movies, Burial Grounds, takes on Day of the Dead's own Dr. Tongue. Oh, this is not right. You motherfucker. <laughs> this is just not right. Oh, Dr. Tongue is one of my favorite looking zombies in cinematic history. <laughs> yeah. But, but Peter Bark is Peter Bark. And he doesn't have titty jerky. I mean, Peter Bark gets the titty jerky. So. (laughs) This rag smells of death. Uh, Mama, you can burn them. Um, I, you know, I have to go with Peter Bark. I have to. It's just too fucking iconic. Can, can we make an exception for this one and combine Peter Bark with Dr. (laughs) Tom? Dr. Bark? (laughs) <laughs> so it's so it's Peter Bark that's dressed as Doctor Tongue with really bad makeup, so he just talks from underneath and it. Mama, uh, you gotta. This is Sophie's choice. You gotta pick. I'll tell you what. Uh, Peter you Bark. You don't have to answer. I'm going Peter Bark. I'm going Peter Bark too. That that was a tough one because man, Doctor Tongue is awesome. I love Doctor Tongue, but Peter Bark. <laughs> is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in a movie ever in my life. Agreed. <laughs> He's ridiculous in every way, shape, and form. <laughs> Alright, this one, I don't know where this is going to go. You guys ready? Yeah, sure, I hope. The Table Zombie from Return of Living Dead. The Half Zombie. Brains, brains, brains. Mm-hmm. Versus 
Karen Cooper from Night of Living Dead, the little girl, who is basically the spokesman for Night of Living Dead and on every fucking T-shirt, merchandising, and a lovely woman, I might add. Oh, I'm going to go with the brains, 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 table zombie, just because, like, I appreciate how iconic the Night of the Living Dead zombie is. But that being said, it's still just a creepy black and white little girl. Yeah, with some dark circles under her eyes. I have to... The, the, brain, the table zombie is somehow much more memorable for me personally. I want to vote for the table zombie, but I have to vote for Karen Cooper because Kyra Scone is the only reason I passed my senior year of high school. Uh, <laughs> I remember you telling that story. Because I got an interview with her and my English teacher was like super impressed. I talked to her over email. Uh, so I have to go Karen Cooper. Mike, I hate to put you on the spot. Um, I, I got to go with table zombie. I mean, she's from my favorite movie of all time. And I mean, it's just, it's such a creepy effect. I know it's just the puppet, but it's such a creepy fucking effect with her, her spinal fluid dripping out and like the weird rotted nipples. Like it's just, yeah. Got to go with half zombie. Mm, rotten pepperonis. Peter, yeah. Peter Bark would really like to have some alone time with table zombie. <laughs> All right. This one, I think I can see where it's going to go, but we'll see our opinions. Flyboy, zombie flyboy from Dawn of the Dead, another super iconic zombie, takes on Big Daddy from Land of the Dead, who tries to be iconic in the Romero universe, but I don't think he sticks to landing. I have to disagree. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with, with, uh, with Big Daddy from Land of the Dead. I'm going to go with Flyboy for the visuals alone and the walk, because he really commits to it. I see the reason I'm going with with Big Daddy is because it's it's a change. It's a, it's an evolution in the Romero movies where we saw where Bub was, where Bub was learning. Yep. And and now all of this time has passed by Land of the Dead and we see that the zombies are kind of becoming their own like new version of humanity. And like Ben is kind of uh, I'm sorry, Ben. Big Big Daddy is kind of leading the charge. Um and I think that that's really awesome. He's like the next step in the evolution of the zombie. So I, I got to give it to him. I thought his groaning was a little weird. And I thought the makeup could have been a little cooler. Just in my personal opinion. See, I'm also a Land of the Dead apologist. I fucking no, I like that, that movie. movie. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, but I also watch Dawn of the Dead like twice a year. Yeah. So, Josh. Oh, God, that's going to leave it up to me. <laughs> the decider. Oh. You know. I I was I I remember being one of the few people when Land of the Dead came out that just loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the concept. I loved the way it did feel like an evolution of zombies. Um, although I I did feel that something was weird about the zombies in that one. I also thought that was the point. Was that like they weren't your standard zombies? Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, I'm going to go Big Daddy. Woo! Ooh. I like a good upset. Too bad. Uh, so sad. Flyboy. Love, love me some Flyboy. 
But Flyboy also did did even though it wasn't successful in what it was trying to do, uh, I would say that Flyboy just continued on with the stereotypical zombie, whereas Big Daddy tried to do something different. Yeah, and I got to give appreciation for that. You know what I love about Flyboy and Dawn of the Dead is the old style of fake blood. Yes, the chalky bright red that is lost sometimes. All right. Our next matchup is going to be one-sided, I think. From Friday the 13th, Part 7. You know him, you love him. Zombie Jason takes on Dr. Freudstein from House by the Cemetery. The one-handed, little blonde kid-hating, Fulci creation. Uh, Dr. Freudstein can fuck all the way off. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Freud who? It's Jason. Exactly. And the best Jason. Like, there's no argument that this is looks-wise peak Jason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's... That's a... Yeah, that's that's a Dr. Fuck right out of here! Maybe one of the weakest entries on this list, but I, I thought like I needed some representation. And he went up against Zombie Jason. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no contest. This one is a little weird, but we'll see how it goes. The Blind Dead. Oh. The resurrected Templars that can only find you by hearing your fear takes on the airport zombie. Airport. I always mispronounce it. The airport zombie from Dawn of the Dead. I'm going to go Blind Dead. I feel like that the those films do not get nearly enough love. I'm going to say I'm in this is the case where I'm going to say Airport Zombie. I'm going to go with Josh because this was like the first indicator of what Savini was capable of. True. With makeup. Uh it's iconic, but I feel like the Blind Dead is just so ripe for a remake. Oh god, yeah. Or like another entry. It's so fucking cool. And the, the looks of the the Templars is fucking amazing. Yeah, like just the concept is cool. And I don't know why they haven't gone back to it. I, I feel like even if it's a cheap like Italian movie, it would be sweet. All I'm right. a cheap Italian movie. <laughs> I I oof. okay, you guys ready? <laughs> I don't know. The, the way you sounded there, I'm a little scared. I always do that. The Fulci Cemetery Zombie from Zombie takes on the zombie baby from Dead Alive. Oh. I love Dead Alive, but that that Fulci Zombie is so damn iconic. I gotta give it to him. It's the worms coming out of the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the maggots. Yeah, full full tree zombie. I'm gonna go against the green here. I love Fulci zombie, but that I just want to. He needs just to mention he's not gonna win, obviously. But the zombie baby is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. Um, I still laugh at the park sequence where he's like beating the zombie against the swing set. <laughs> yeah, it cracks me the fuck up. I mean, that movie is just hilarious in general, but. Where, I can ask for the Lord. Where's it needs a Blu-ray? God damn it! 
Like, Meet the Feebles hasn't aged well. No. But Dead Alive has. It, it doesn't have, like, the the racism that Meet the Feebles has. <laughs> right. All right, we have Zombie Michael Jackson, which, after Thriller, we don't know exactly when he died, but it's a long-standing theory he was a zombie the whole time. Taking on... Did I fuck that up? Frankenstein's monster. I mean, it's kind of, you have to go Frankenstein. <laughs> but, but just to play devil's advocate here for a second, can Frankenstein's monster say, Shamon! <laughs> or go, well, <laughs> I, I will, I will argue that neither one of these are true zombies because one is, is more of an abomination, something that is, been stitched together from multiple parts. And the other one shows us that not only is he a zombie, but he's a werewolf. So when it's just Michael Jackson's obsession with plastic surgery. Yeah, right. So I would say neither a traditional zombie. So yeah, but I'm going to go Frankenstein. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I got to go Frankie. Uh, These are both entries where it's like, I, they need to be in here, but like traditionally they don't fit the mold. Like, I feel like you make this list and people be like, where's fucking Frankenstein? Right. And you'd be like, okay, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? And Michael Jackson's just funny. I mean, he, he, yeah, there's, I, I got a lot of questions about that, but as wonderful and iconic as the thriller video is, I got so many questions. Like, turns into a zombie and then a werewolf? What? <laughs> right. It's like, I don't get it. Puberty was weird for Michael Jackson. <laughs> just saying. All right, guys. I mean, I mean, we all turn into werewolves eventually, just not zombies. The last two. Can you guess who I haven't mentioned? Hmm. I'm trying to think of iconic zombies that we haven't touched on yet. <laughs> I know a few iconic zombies I'd like to touch on. <laughs> <laughs> hey oh. You guys ready? Go for it. Yeah, I've got no clue. Ash's hand from Evil Dead 2 <laughs> takes on the Crypt Keeper. Oh, that's just not right. I, I got to go Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Johnny Kassir is just, uh, yeah, no, that something about the Crypt Keeper is, will always be amazing. Yeah. Um, I love that hand as a practical gag, but yeah, Crypt Keeper. Well, guys, the first round is done. If you've been paying attention, our winners going on into the next round of brackets are Zombie Ed, Tarman, Gramps, Bub, Fido, Big Ben, Evil Ash, Bill Hinsman, Peter Bark, The Table Zombie, Big Daddy, Zombie Jason, The Airport Zombie, The Falchi Cemetery Zombie, Frankenstein, and the Crypt Keeper. Frankenstein's monster. I'm sorry. It's, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, it wouldn't be an episode of Count Creepyhead without a commercial break. No so indeed. sit back and listen, and we will be right back. Trick or Trick or treat! Oh, hi there. Look at this. It's the Mandalorian 
and Santa Claus. Somebody didn't read the lesson. You guys may know me. I look a little familiar. My name is Winky Spinkter. I'm Rusty Colin's delinquent twin brother. Would you kids like some candy? Uh, sure. yeah. Well, guess what? You got to work for it by playing everybody's favorite home game. What Halloween candy is up my ass? Yay! I need an adult. Would, would you children like to know the categories you're playing for today? Ah, uh, okay. Yes. You've got candy shell, disgusting, super obscure, chocolate. Ow! This hurts. And super weird. I want out of this hurts. Okay, Mandalorian. You get to go first. This week's... This is the way. <laughs> this round of What Halloween Candy is Up My Ass is brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Stop by Jerry's Closet today for all your Dungeons & Dragons needs. Here's your first hint for Ow, This Hurts. There's a stick attached. Um, is it a blow pop? No. Wrong answer. Well, you dropped on your head, little boy. What about you, Santa Claus? Uh, Is it a sugar daddy? No. Wrong color. It's not a sugar daddy. Would you like to guess again? Is it a tussie pop? No. No. That's disgusting. It's not a tootsie pop. Only blow pops in this household. Uh, Would you like another hint? Yeah. Yes. It's one solid consistent candy entirely through. There are no fillings in this candy unless you count magical things hiding in my prostate. Uh... I don't know. I, I I need an adult. Would Is you like another hint? No, it's not a goddamn blow pop. There is a ball on the end of the stick of the candy shoved up my ass. You don't have to act like children when answering. Um, I have really? no clue. <laughs> Nothing. A chupa chup or whatever they're called. <laughs> it's rock candy. This oh, category yeah. was called Ow, It Hurts because pulling rock candy out of my ass sounds <laughs> terrifying. Nobody gets any candy, you sad sons of bitches. Whoa. Would you like to pick another category? Santa Claus. I uh, got the hard candy shell. Ew, disgusting, super obscure, chocolate, or weird. I'm going to go super obscure. Your first hint is Doctor Who. Is is it a TARDIS? Is it Jelly Babies? Correctamundo. Yes, my ass is bigger on the inside 
than it is on the outside. It's Jelly Babies. Yay. Gummy babies coming out of my ass. Hold out your candy buckets, kids. (laughs) Oh, oh God. Okay, man. You're up next. What happened to the powdery shell that's on the outside of these? They've been partially digested. I think I heard metal in that bucket. That might have been my car keys. I'm glad I found them. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to pick candy shell. That's next round. We're going back to zombie shenanigans. You boys just stand here on my porch for the next 35 minutes. Okay. We'll be back. If I could uh, shove candy up my ass, I would be so happy. I was well, so confused. <laughs> Santa Claus, why don't you help him by putting some jelly babies <laughs> up his ass and we'll be back. Oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was so frightening. It caused my character to go through puberty. Yeah. <laughs> See, things aren't funny the second time. <laughs> oh. I just, I just turned into Clyde. Hello, Clyde. Ooh. Oh, shit. I just I happened to be... This is totally off topic. I just happened to be on Big Bad Toy Store, and I just noticed the Beastie Boys reaction intergalactic two-pack. Like 50 bucks, isn't it? It's expensive, but it's freaking awesome. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean... I don't know that I'll be dropping 50 bucks to buy it, but if I see it on sale, I'm definitely picking it up. All right. You guys ready for round two of zombie shenanigans? Oh, indeed. Yes. Our next matchup features Peter Bark taking on Frankenstein. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's just not right. <laughs> um,. I look, well, I, I need to start by saying, I think Peter Bark would try and get some titty jerky from Frankie's monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm, I love Frankenstein. He's my favorite monster. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite stories. I love it to death. But Peter Bark is Peter Bark. The one-armed, weird little man-boy who eats his mom's tit. Um, Just because he exists, (laughs) I'm going Peter Bark. Oh, man. I'm I'm having a real crisis here. (laughs) It's the eternal question of Farbab or Mama. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. Uh, Peter Bark did suggest burning the zombies in Buried Alive. Uh, you know, with he was like, uh, you know, he had the um, was a paint thinner, and he's like, "Mama, you can burn them," and he threw the <laughs> the paint thinner at him. So, I mean, technically, he might be able to beat Frankenstein because he already knows his weakness. Um, but would Frankenstein pick him up and throw him in a lake? Yes, but Peter Bark would be a zombie, so it wouldn't kill him. That's true. Can you imagine the poor asshole that had to do the dub for this movie? (laughs) 
Uh, you know, I, I know I'm going to piss off a lot of true horror fans here, but I got to give it to Peter Burke. I just have Ooh, to. Upset. Peter Burke with the surprise roll up. Mama, you can burn him. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Burke. Uh, I need to rewatch Buried Alive. Uh, that's, yeah, that's my vote. Buried, I, I, it's not, a one series for me. He's such a wrong character. He really is. All right. The next matchup is Bub taking on Evil Ash. Oh. Wait, didn't Bub get eliminated? No. No, no, Bub made it through. Bub won. Yeah, because you were the one that voted for Henrietta, but. Oh, yeah, that's being white. Voted for Bub. It was wishful thinking. That's what it was. Well, uh, in this one, I am going to side with the Evil Deads and go Evil Ash as much as I love Bub. I got to give it to Evil Ash. Damn it. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be fair here. Evil Ash leads an entire army of undead. And, you know, he's quipping and has one-liners and actually has a sword fight. Like, he's a pretty yeah. competent zombie. You know, Bub just kind of staggers down a hallway and learns how to use a gun and then salutes his, uh, you know, salutes uh, Rhodes as he gets eaten. He's so, so lovable, though. He is. He's very lovable. But while he, was, of zombies. while he was trying to understand how a telephone works, Evil Ash was raising an army. Yeah, and shaving. Yeah. Sally fuck. <laughs> I mean, he had to fix his jaw. He's a zombie. There's a few problems. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think things he can do with an unhinged like jaw. I feel like Evil Ash overshadows True. Evil Ash for the comedy. I'm going to go Bub. Uh-oh. It's down to Josh. Oh, did you did you guys not hear me when I when I said think of the things he can do to unhinge uh, do with his unhinged jaw oh, and Evil Ash. That, okay. I'm giving oh. it to Evil Ash. Oh, no, see, I just heard the think of the things he can do with that unhinged jaw. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's 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 enough reason for me to give it to him. <laughs> or for him to give it to you. Uh, hey, oh. Yeah, that's the right. next match Sally for, for me. <laughs> I think this one is just going to be like Mike's reaction. You guys ready? Oh, shit. Big Ben taking on Tarman. Oh, yeah, no, Tarman. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Big Ben. Okay, we have Gramps from House 2 taking on the airport zombie. Mm, I'm, I'm going to go Gramps. I love the airport zombie, but it really is just a one-trick pony. And again, based, based almost entirely on him like pulling the tissues out of the box, I got to give it to Gramps too. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you guys. Like, he, love... is, he is one of the most fun zombies. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, he has a weird prehistoric caterpillar dog thing as a pet. I love that thing. Me too. <laughs> I wanted one as a pet so bad as a kid. Okay, give me one second here, guys. What is that? Like, puppy caterpillar? It, uh, yeah. <laughs> Catapuppy. That's what it's... they call it, too, uh... It was the predecessor to Puppy Monkey Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that thing is so terrifying, and I love it. It really is. 
Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> now we have the Crypt Keeper taking on the cemetery zombie, Bill Hensman. Johnny Casser. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, Bill. It's definitely going to be the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah. Man, I love the Cemetery Zombie, but what the fuck? You had like eight years of the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Cracking jokes. It's not even. It's a shame that they haven't gotten the um, the rights worked out. It really because is. Because I, I feel like it could have been back years ago. And just printed. oh, it it would have been like a shutter staple, absolutely. Or HBO Max, which I, I'm guessing would probably be where it would end up. Yeah. Okay, we have the table zombie from Return of the Living Dead taking on Fido. Table zombie. Yeah. Table zombie. Yeah. Brains, brains, brains. I love Fido, but you know that zombie just looks so cool. Yeah, it's that Irish guy. <laughs> you know Don's going to be yelling at you. Billy Connolly, head of the class. We know who he is, Don. <laughs> Look at your panties in a bunch. Scaring me with your angry Don DeRazio text. Angry eyes. All right. We have Big Daddy taking on Zombie Jason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love, I love Land of the Dead, but come on. <laughs> Big Daddy's about to be Dead Daddy. Yeah, I can totally picture Big Daddy trying to run away, <laughs> just grunting and groaning. <laughs> you know, you speak on it doesn't work. He throws it. He attempts to run. Yeah, you know, speaking of Kane Hodder, Project Metal Beast, oh, it's I like you don't even have to say it's Kane Hodder. You know, it's fucking Kane Hodder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The minute it shows up, you're like, it's Kane Hodder. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking it's like it's just i'm a werewolf i'm a zombie like there's no difference it's like i'm a hatchet face <laughs> of, of just it's like a werewolf sonic the hedgehog monster <laughs> like just ripping people apart that's one of those movies i saw really late night on hbo when i was on like easter break as a teenager and i fell in love with it i'm like i don't know what this is but it's awesome it's like it's not the best. No. It's got a huge, like, slow period in the middle. There's no nudity. Um, in Project Metal Beast, you think, like, he's going to have a robot arm. It's still awesome, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. And there's yeah. a whole part in the beginning I think they tacked on to get the movie over 80 minutes. Um, but, yeah, Project the, Metal Beast. The scene in hey, the but... hospital that where it's, like, all POV shots. Yeah. That freaked me out so bad when I first watched it. I was like, and, hey, uh, what's his name from? It's, it's got a robot anus. Yeah, and what's his <laughs> name from uh, Rocky Horror's in it? Um, Brad. Is the oh, villain. yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's it's pretty damn funny. All right. Last matchup, guys. Zombie Ed takes on the Fulci Zombie. Bye, Ed. <laughs> Fulci yeah. zombie. I, I got to give it to Ed because he would kick his ass in a round of Call of Duty. This is true. I'm going Fulci zombie. And I just remembered that I left trash off this list. Oh. But 
But you have two Return of the Living Dead zombies. She's memorable yeah. when she's not a zombie. Yeah. Because when she's a zombie, she's in the movie for like half a minute. But she you does do I mean? that. That She's like the the prototype for stretchy mouth monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I also left out Julie. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's probably good because I don't want us voting with our dicks. <laughs> um, I don't think it would be fair to anybody if we we're just voting on like who do you like more Linnea Quigley or Gramps and you're just gonna be like Linnea Quigley every you know tits and ass, tits and ass. Yeah, and micro idiots <laughs> um, so guys I see that you're still on my front porch sticking things up your butt would you like to play another round of what Halloween candy's up my butt Brought to you by Coffin Dreams LLC. I want all the butt candy. Uh, this candy smells funny. I know. Your next topics are candy shell. Ew, this is gross. Chocolate or really weird. Uh, I'd like to change my answer from, from candy shell to this is weird. Okay, here's your first hint. Yo mama. Nothing? I I'd like to point out that I have an ankle bracelet and I can't leave my front porch. Here's your next hint. (laughs) Fruit roll-ups. Uh, fruit by the foot. Yo mama and fruit roll-ups. Nothing? Is it, is it fruit sharks? How did I make this game incredibly easy last time with obscure questions? <laughs> and <now> you guys <laughs> can't get candy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pull my pants down and make it really <laughs> obvious. I'm wearing them right now. Your mama gave them to me. Fruit roll-ups. I am wearing this Ed- candy. Edible underwear? Correct, Amundo. The score uh, is one to one. I don't I don't want the edible underwear. I'll I'm going to take it off. Would you guys like to see my hilarious birth defect? Uh, 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 I, I don't know. That, that shouldn't have an elbow. Am I right? Ho, 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 ho. If I had an elbow there, I would be so happy. Your next topic for round two, brought to you by Raised by Rentals, is candy shell. Ew, that's gross. Or chocolate. I'm probably going to regret this, but chocolate. Here's your first hint. Rabbit shit. Uh, this candy reminds me of rabbit shit. Raisinets? You got it! <laughs> Would you like some? Hold out your buckets. I see you got those new McDonald's Halloween pals. Hold on, here we go. Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, here's just some for you, Mandalorian. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. Raisinets, I took them out of the little wax bag, the little the corners scratch up my insides. 
You guys want to keep playing? Everybody's now favorite game, the world's greatest zombie. Now there's a reason that my McDonald's bucket is called McGoblin. <laughs> <laughs> so I drove to Erie, Pennsylvania today, oh, which Lord. is a three and a half hour car ride. And I was like, I'll think up funny shit for three and a half hours. <laughs> so I think the comedy of what's up my ass was the shock of what's up my ass. Now you guys are expecting it. That is funny. I mean, I just realized I'm really bad at naming candy, I guess. I thought you guys would be like totally like, yeah, lemon heads. I love those. <laughs> I, I've been well, doing something I, called fruities. I, I, I felt like, a little dumb with the rock candy because yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, ah, oh, those do always have a little ball at the end of a stick. Yeah, I, I was like thinking the other way around, like. It's a sucker on the end of a stick. So that, well, that's why I went Chuba Chups, because I'm like, it's got a funny name. To be fair, who gives who gives you rock candy for Halloween? This is true. That's more of a hey, I'm vacationing somewhere. Yeah. Look, it's an old timey candy shop. Oh look, saltwater taffy and rock candy. <laughs> and paper. That's dots. All this town eats. And candy sticks. Yeah. Yep. And I just thought edible underwear would be hilarious. <laughs> Side note, uh, Josh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, what is it? Is it Mafex? Is that how you pronounce that company? Uh, Mafex. Mafex. Uh, they are doing a uh, $100 super articulated cloth goods lightning basketball LeBron James. I saw that. Yeah, uh, I, I saw that. And the company's dead to me now. It, it hurt me because they had him posed next to RoboCop. And I'm like, no. No, that's not okay. <laughs> you, do, you do not poison Murphy with LeBron James. You know, I would not house party, you buy that for a dollar of LeBron James. Wait, what, what was that? I heard Josh say I'm not going to. I would not, buy, I that would not buy that for a dollar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, they're LeBron. also they're also reissuing uh, uh, Siege Jetfire if you guys are interested. I did see that, and I am very intrigued. Check it, it's a damn good figure. But I, I look at the uh, Amazon sales today, see if there's anything worth my money. All right. Next matchup, round three of greatest zombie ever. The table zombie takes on evil Ash. <sighs> I, I love that table zombie, but uh, evil Ash is really high up on my list of, of favorite bad guys so evil ash is gonna take it for me yeah i also have to give it to evil ash i didn't i didn't think he would make it this far actually but yeah no evil ash hands down uh well evil ash wins i'm gonna say table zombie because i just love the puppet because you want to throw your vote away no i mean it's because you love them nipples you just want to hey look you want to know anything was fair game (laughs) <laughs> just, just you saying. saw that spinal fluid leak and you got a little excited yeah i i saw them <laughs> tickle bitties and i was like hey <laughs> all right like well she's dripping she's ready to go <laughs> she's pre-lubricated oh boy all right next matchup the crypt keeper takes on the fulci zombie 
Oh, Crypt Keeper. I, I do love the Fulci zombie. He's amazing, but he's in like one scene and is just on the box art. Like it's a great look, but the Crypt Keeper is a full fledged character. Yeah, yep. I gotta go Crypt Keeper. Um, yeah, Crypt Keeper would like make a meal out of Fulci zombie literally and make terrible jokes about it the whole time. Yep. Um, man. I don't know about you guys, but if I were you, I keep a, an eye on Pikmin's vinyls, socials. Oh, yeah. Like the Crypt Keeper. Our next matchup. <laughs> okay. Oof. You guys ready? Oh, I don't know. I'm scared now. Peter Burke takes on Gramps. Can you imagine those two <sighs> playing catch in the field, going fishing, <laughs> birds and the bees? <laughs> oh, oh, Gramps. Gramps. Why is the penis dilapidated and, and rotted and green? I, Did you I, set it on fire? I love you, Gramps, but I gotta go Peter Bark. Yeah, it's Peter Bark. <laughs> uh, I want a Peter Chocolate Bark Bark. <laughs> and now we have Zombie Jason, oh Jesus Christ, takes on Tarman. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is I not this okay. Would be finals. Oh, oh, you bastard. Ah! At least, at least personally speaking, I do believe this is the point where any brains that Jason had left are about to get eaten. Yeah, I mean, Tarman's my favorite zombie of all time, so I, I gotta go Tarman. I gotta. I Oh my god, that hurts. That hurts Look, to do. They are both... They're, like, those are the two greatest zombie effects of all time. Yeah. Tarman and John Carl Buechler's... I never pronounced his last name right. His Jason. Are fucking amazing. And I love him to death. Here, here's my logic. That Jason has no ears. Why doesn't he have ears? How would his mask stay on? Good point. <laughs> so Tarman gets it because he has ears. Wait, doesn't he have a strap that goes over the top of his head? No, he doesn't. Shit. No, no, he he does, but it's all rotted and shit. Yeah. So like it would slide down his face. <laughs> Here's my thinking: Return of the Dead is the better of the two movies. Yes, I, I will. I will 100% agree there. That's it. Oh, that hurt though. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. All right, we're down to the final four. Evil Ash, who has made it a lot farther than I thought he would. The Crypt Keeper, Peter Bark, and Tarman. Two more rounds. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you can never predict. You can never. You never think that like Grizzler is going to go as far as he does. Right. But he does. All right, everybody. One last round of what's up my ass. Who haven't I forgot to mention? For plugs. Did you uh, mention the plug in your butt? That keeps the candy in. But really, we've got Coffin Dreams, uh, the the store down there, the flea marketplace. The thing. <laughs> Jerry's Closet. Jerry's Closet. Oh, wait, of course, Boogeyman's Closet. Oh, yeah. You've got... One episode launching this week, and then your Frankenstein special. Should we indeed. be excited? Oh, and indeed. 
Yippee! Listen to the show. (laughs) He does. All right, your next category is Ew, That's Disgusting. Are you ready for your first hint? Yes. Yes. Quarters. Shaped like quarters. Oh, NACO wafers. Yeah, it's NACO wafers. I knew you'd get back on track there, Santa Claus. NACO wafers. Maybe the second most disgusting candy of all time. Next to banana runts. Tastes like chalk and sadness. You might as well just go home and chug a bucket of Pepto-Bismol. I like it blood's flavored like black licorice. (laughs) Are you ready for the final candy? Yes. Your first hint, candy shell is the category. Your first hint is three colors. Three colors is your hint. Is it Reese's Pieces? Did I make that too easy? Because your next hint was going to be Drew Barrymore and then glowing finger up my ass. Congratulations. Uh, it's Reese's Pieces. Hold out your buckets. Mmm, tasty. Kid it out my ass. There's some Tootsie Rolls in with the Reese's Pieces. Dude, how'd you know those were Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> 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 I was trying to make a poop joke, but you know that's that's hilarious that I got it right. So I stole some of Zoe's candy and I stole her witch bucket from McDonald's. And I was like, what sounds good plopping into a bucket? And I've got these like spin-off Tootsie Roll things called fruities. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. They're all fruit punch because Zoe hates that flavor. It's 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 not a witch, it's a McGoblin. Right. That's what it is? Yeah, I think it says so on the side, actually. Yeah, it does say McGoblin because you can't have witches because you're going to offend some people. I I, I, I I got one of those buckets. I, I still need to get the pumpkin and the, and the ghost. <sighs> All right, guys. Second to last round. You ready? Oh, We've got... It's, it's, I don't think so. Here we go. Peter Burke. Takes on Evil Ash. Oh. God damn it. <sighs> Peter Bark. Look, as funny as Evil Ash is, he doesn't bite off a tit. This is true. <laughs> he the, the, doesn't the, have a mom complex that we know of. This is like when we were doing Motu and we got down to the final ones and, and Josh was like, I want to quit. Th- this is where I but, am. <laughs> yeah, you feel ashamed of yourself. You're like, I can't but pick. My question is, given the opportunity, would Evil Ash bite off a tit? And I think the answer is yes. Oh, absolutely. Given the opportunity, that, would they fight? I feel like Evil Ash would just be like, hey, kid. I got all the skeleton titty you could ever want. I'm not. This isn't about them fighting. This is just in your opinion. No, but it's it's more fun if we picture them fighting. I know this is true. Well, I'm, all right. Well, how many evil Ashlands can you remember, and how many Peter Barklands can you remember? Because I can quote Peter Bark the entire his entire dialogue. 
That is true. That is very true. I mm, Peter Bark. Peter that Bark. Hurt. Well, I guess my vote is thrown away because I have to go with Evil Ash. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, at least somebody voted for him because he deserved it. Well, look, this one's going to be painful because the Crypt Keeper has to take on Tarman. Oh, bastard. I, I'm going Crypt Keeper. I love me some tar man, but uh, John John Casser. I ah, ah tar man. Tar man. Oh! oh that hurt. That that's, that was worse than him versus Jason. Um, oh. tar man actually got to like kill people. Crip Peeper kind of just narrates and cracks jokes. Well, to be for repeatedly killed people. I was going to say, yeah. to be fair, he did it off screen, but he killed a lot of people in those stuff. He does have some guillotine gags. Yeah, Damn but it. I mean, like, there were times where he was cooking people. Like, he was yeah. eating, he was making, like, stew out of body parts, and there were people that would show up in, like, the beginning of the episode, and then in the end of the episode, they'd be dead. So, he was killing people. They're They're both iconic. But Tarman's still around. True. Where's Cryptkeeper been? Cryptkeeper was in the Halloween special for Solar Opposites, and it was actually voiced by John Casser. Oh, shit, really? Yep. Oh, I didn't see that yet. Ooh, I gotta watch that. You know what I saw? I went, I took my lunch at the mall today to get a pretzel, and I walked past Spencer Gifts, and they had these, like, a poster in the window that had <laughs> fake VHS covers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're blankets or something, but they had Return of Living Dead, Child's Play. And then the one that looked remotely accurate was Return of Living Dead. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's awesome. But I didn't go inside because I just fucking hate Spencer's gifts. <laughs> yeah. Final two guys. These two men are a boy and a oily corpse. Have fought some tough battles, but we're at the final battle. Peter Bark, arguably of all the zombies we have on our list, the funniest. Unintentionally hilarious, but it's it's Peter Bark. Takes on easily the most popular, I think, of all the zombies we had listed. And the most recognizable, maybe outside of Jason, in Tar Man. To horror movie fans. Mm-hmm. I Who mean, I think, I think you both know my answer, because... Yeah, no, Tarman is my all-time favorite. Return of the Living Dead is my favorite movie, and as much as I find Peter Bark absolutely hilarious, Tarman all the way. Uh, just because I'm upset over the loss of the Crypt Keeper, I'm going to go Peter Bark. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, take that, fucker. <laughs> popular zombie, my ass. <laughs> It's on me. (laughs) Shit. Oh, damn. I feel like Tarman's road has been harder. Of who he had to go against. I mean, he had to fight Jason and Crypt Keeper, to be fair. I think the hardest opponent Peter Bark had was Evil Ash. The hardest opponent Peter Peter Bark had is Peter Bark. (laughs) 
<laughs> say Pittsburgh is like the underdog. He really but, is. All right. Here's my thinking. Tarman doesn't need this. <laughs> no, you bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Peter Park kind of does. <laughs> but then I also feel like if I vote for Peter Park, I'm going to get my, my all my street creds gone. <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> because, like, nobody in their right mind would pick anybody other than Tarman. I, I'm literally sitting with my arms folded, scowling at the screen. <laughs> because I won't give an answer? <laughs> because I'm like, if Peter Bark wins, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my, uh, here's my reasoning. Every one of these that we have done has been incredibly predictable. You right? Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups won. Of course, Modulock won. Nobody's going to fucking predict Peter Bark to win. <laughs> I'm going Peter Bark. Just for the entertainment of listening to this episode, people are going to be fucking shocked. Matt, you can officially replace me. I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I quit. <laughs> I don't think Tarman's stock changes if he loses no he's he's still my favorite he's fucking tar man like everybody's gonna love him he's the mickey mouse of zombies same thing <laughs> as jason he doesn't need to win but now you're gonna look at peter bark in a different light because you're like holy shit i've never <laughs> seen burial ground maybe i need to watch this movie is it as good as they say <laughs> that it is you know what i mean oh we've just pushed up the rental sales of burial <laughs> by three you know, to all of our crazy listeners, like, you know, I've got nothing going on this Halloween. Let me rent burial ground, and then they're going to be fucking livid <laughs> that I made them watch burial ground. Oh, shit. Oh, oh Peter Burke, you little bastard. <laughs> He's got it. He won. Congratulations, Peter Burke. You, you titty-chewing bastard. You shouldn't be there, and yet you made it. Oh. oh, now we all need some titty jerky. <laughs> Peter Bark taught a generation of young men how to treat women sexually. <laughs> Don't bite. <laughs> bite if their bite. nipples are huge, maybe they're not real. Take a nibble, see what happens. But Thanks, biting. Peter Bark. Biting's bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I could bite off my lover's nipples. I would be so happy. <laughs> and look, in all seriousness, Tarman should have won. I but mean, he didn't. Yeah. He got popped for steroids. This didn't make it. Fortunately. Yeah. These things I mean, happen. He pulled the hamstring I mean, something. Yeah, the only reason I did not vote for Tarman was for a, because of the elimination of uh, Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah, Tar no, Tar Tarman... Tarman should have won, but uh, then he knocked out Crypt Keeper, and I was like, fuck that. Josh's vote was a revenge vote. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you sons of bitches, I'll show you. And my vote is my hilarious love of god-awful movies. Trump's my <laughs> love of zombies. Oh, I mean, that's fair. That is fair. 
because Peter Park. If, if somebody <laughs> had to beat Tarman, at least it's a weird little midget. If anybody is worthy to beat Tarman, it's probably it's not Peter Park. Park. <laughs> <laughs> My money was on Zombie Jason or Tarman. Maybe oh yeah, I was. I was sure it was going to be one of those. When you told us Frankenstein at the start of the episode, I'm like, I, okay, maybe I could see Frankenstein coming in and you know, yeah. take it. But uh, but no, no, it's uh, Peter Bark. I did not see that coming. If, <laughs> if Frankenstein had an easier path, maybe. Uh, same thing. I thought maybe Bill Hensman or maybe Bub for being like iconic. Like it all depends on or like who if. One of you guys is replaced with like an older, I don't know who, who's really old. Us. Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's yeah. like, no, I grew up on Bill Hinsman. He's the one, you know, like he, maybe you would get that. But, uh, you know, we're kids of the 80s. And, you know, we all discovered Peter Bark as we were older and Burial Ground kind of made the rounds in DVD. So, um, but, you know. Tarman. I'm I'm sorry, Tarman. I'll make it up to you, I promise. One way or another. Or maybe Josh will make another figure. Josh, make the thing. <laughs> you'll give you'll give Tarman a handy J to make it up to make it up to him. Yeah, you know, we'll go to the theater. I'll give him a slimy hand job. Hopefully it's not black. A slimy hand job. Oh god, that's you know, I always picture it like a like a red rocket kind of thing with Tarman. <laughs> i wasn't expecting that phrasing slimy (laughs) hand job that just ooh, that made my skin crawl is it this week's episode title i don't know (laughs) Uh, wait till you see the reason they really call him tom man it's his ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing that black slime from the Venom Toy Biz toy. That's like, <laughs> oh, God. You can imagine Starman making that noise. <laughs> Brains. It's just kind of like squirting out. <laughs> oh, Lord. Brains, 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 brains. Oh, that's awful. And uh, this will probably be the final appearance for a long time of Rusty Colon slash Winky Spinkter. <laughs> Winky Spinkter. I think this joke is run its course. <laughs> uh, we'll have to dust Timmy off and bring him back. So uh, thank well, you, everybody, for listening. Christmas is coming, so you know yeah. Timmy. Timmy has to come back. So is Tarman. So is Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do the uh, the Timmy Christmas telethon for now. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thank you for voting Peter Bark the number one zombie. And if you're understandably pissed off, hop on the Facebook and let me have it, because me and Josh would like uh, you know to defend our claim that Peter Bark is the greatest zombie of all time. You're welcome. Tell this me anybody saying, Tarman's titties. Yeah, this is Mike saying, play with your toys. We'll see you in two weeks. Fuck you, Peter Bark. Mama. This <laughs> expensive death. Bye. Bye.
Count Creepy dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.